Hey, good afternoon, Hirschbachers. Nick Forte here with News with Nick. Uh, coming to, coming live to you from here in Dubuque, Iowa, where we're finally above the minus 30-degree weather. Um, I'm glad everybody's uh, out there trucking, being safe. Just want to take a little bit of time. We're going to talk about a few things this afternoon. Uh, one of those being uh, the Northeast is about to get their uh, proverbial keister handed to them with a the Northeaster. Um, what we're seeing is... Uh, it's really going to probably impact the I-95 corridor up and down the East Coast. 12 to 18 inches of snow, lots of wind. You know that uh, they're talking this typical bomb, cyclone, cold weather. Um, so with that being in mind, uh, operations is diligently looking at uh, loads and stuff in that area. Uh, I know that Jason Weber and Ashley are both uh, talking to the teams about if we can get folks in and out of there as quickly as possible for that stuff gets it looks like it's going to come in about midnight tonight and it looks like it'll progress on through the day tomorrow should be moved up towards the north northeast north hampshire new hampshire and maine by 5 to 7 p.m saturday afternoon so it's moving quick it's just going to have a lot of wind uh this is a, a low pressure what they call it bombs out over the east coast which means that it drops real low on uh barometric pressure and causes a lot of winds and just pulls a lot of stuff up so one uh, make sure you have adequate supplies in your truck, uh, water, food, blankets. Um, you know, in all honesty, don't let your truck get below a quarter of a tank. Uh, with that being said, also make sure that you're treating your fuel in both your truck and your trailer. Um, this week has been uh, horrendous, uh, particularly in the upper Midwest where we've had minus 17 to minus 20 degree temperatures, actual temperatures, not the wind chills. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been ugly for everyone out there, and I know that uh, – People don't necessarily understand the uh, complexities of being a professional operator. Um, other thing I want to kind of talk about this afternoon is um, with snow and ice and uh, salt, uh, there, there comes a point where we have to be a little more cognizant about what we're doing with our fifth wheels on our trucks. With that being said, um, before you connect and disconnect, uh, you really need to make sure you're doing a good visual inspection on your truck. Uh, and on your fifth wheel. Um, when I say that is you really need to take a flashlight before you back under a trailer and make sure that we did not got a bunch of road debris and salt and crap up in there where it could cause a, what we, what we would say, a mis, misconnection. Um, what that ends up happening is that becomes a drop trailer. And, and I will tell you that uh, most drop trailers are a preventable accident. And I don't want anybody to have anything on their record that's not necessary. So we really need to be cognizant. If you've got snow or ice built up on top of the fifth wheel, don't just back under it. We need to get that snow and ice off the top of it. We need to get it out of the jaw. Uh, a little bit of that ice built up into that um, grease will cause just enough intolerance uh, that we won't get a proper seating of the locking mechanism. Now, when that does happen, if you're doing a proper check, which is you get out of the truck, you make sure the handle's all the way in, and then uh, you, you visually look, take a flashlight, get under the fifth wheel. I know, you know, under the trailer, look at the fifth wheel. I know it's crappy under there. You got salt, you got snow, it's dark, it's cold, it's no fun. If you're a larger guy like me, it just, it's just painful. Sometimes you just need to roll underneath the dadgum thing. Um, it's, it's, it's part of doing our job as a professional. And I know that 99.9% .9 of everybody out there that's hauling freight does their jobs absolutely correct. But it just takes that one-tenth of a percent that can cause a significant accident and even, even worse, 
um, some embarrassment. You know, normally those things come disconnected right on the lots, and there's a lot of your other professionals around you. It's an embarrassing moment, even though you may not necessarily do much damage. It uh, it certainly can hurt uh, hurt kind of your feel goods. So I don't want anybody to have that problem. I really want them to. Uh, I want everybody to really just inspect and make sure that we're doing a proper and adequate inspection. Um, if you feel that you've got, you know, contaminated grease, you need to get with Road Assist, let us get you into Shopla. We'll have that, that fifth wheel steam. We'll re-grease it. Um, you know, everybody says, oh, well, my fifth will come unlocked because it was the grease was jammed up and stuff. Uh, that would still be considered a, a preventable accident if you drop the trailer because if you do the proper protocol, you can tell that the jaws are not properly latched. And, uh, you know, that, that, that can end up on your deck. And I don't want anybody to lose their job. Um, you know, it's, it's hard enough to uh, find hardworking men and women in, in this industry. And uh, we just don't need to let uh, a little bit of cold and some nasty weather kind of inhibit us from doing our job professionally and safe. Uh, on another note, uh, I really want to talk about the opportunity for you all to earn $600 a year. Uh, well, tell me about this, Nick. Free money. I'm all about free money. So here, here's what I rolled out here back about the second week of January. And I'm just going to talk about it. Is If you go into one of the, our terminals for a maintenance inspection, takes about 10, 15 minutes, we're going to pay you 50 bucks. So that $50 in includes, you can do it once every 30 days, come in, do a quick over. What that allows everybody to do, one, it keeps your equipment going. We can keep an eye on it. It keeps you from breaking down on the road. Uh, if we do have some, find something wrong, we can fix it at one of the terminals. And generally, it's a matter we can get you a van. You can get you a, a hotel if it's going to be long. You don't just get stuck out on the road without any, you know, uh, necessities of life. Um, but in the better part is it's, it, in all in essence, just swing by the shop. It's free money to you. Most of you that are lease purchase are under our full service maintenance program. This is just another added benefit to the program. The other way that you can kind of look at it as well is that, uh, you know, a few years back, Hirschbach did uh, one free truck wash for our, our independent contractors. And, uh, you know, really, uh, it's a, you're your own independent business. We shouldn't be doing that. But what we can do is if you come by the shop and we give you that fifty free dollars, that does cover one truck wash. So, in essence, you can kind of get your uh, free truck wash back uh, just by once a month swinging into uh, any of the terminals, Hirschbach terminals, and letting us do a quick inspection on your truck and trailer. Uh, from the other things are is that uh, as you're doing that, we really want the trailers involved with it as well. Uh, one of the uh, case and points from our driver advisory board. Shout out to those great men and women that give us the feedback of the fleet. Uh, you know, one of their heartaches that uh, they have really kind of ratcheted up is, you know, finding equipment with it not being in proper working order. Uh, we can we can leverage all the technology that we want uh, and try to try to see it, feel it. But at the end of the day, the person dropping the, the piece of equipment is the eyes and ears. And if you don't say something that something's wrong, then we really can't fix it. And then we kind of just say, we don't really care about the next operator coming in. So it's their problem. We're going to waste their time, their money, uh, take money out of their family's mouth. I, it's, just, it's just not the ethical thing to do. And we talk about that we are professionals. We really need to make sure that we're doing adequate post-trip when we're dropping trailers. Do the trailer, make sure it's clean, make sure there's no flat tires, there's lights working. It takes 10 minutes. 
10 minutes at the end of your, your drive shift or, or when you're dropping the load to adequately make sure that the next driver is prepare, prepared and set up for success. You know, um, there's a great thing called pay it forward. You start doing that and everybody starts doing it. We start paying that benefit forward where we start, you know, respecting each other as professional drivers and making sure that we're setting each other up for success. At the end of the day, um, it's a tough job out there. And, uh, you know, supply chains, COVID, uh, mass this, there's stuff all over the place, whether you're one, one side or the other. It's just a tough environment to live in right now. And the last thing we need to do is kind of taking proverbially, you know, friendly fire from our own individuals. So we all have to be good stewards to each other and to the equipment. This is the equipment's how you all make your money. So we, we need to really start kind of emphasizing and, and taking care of it. I mean, I can I can only do so much. Uh, this is a partnership. Um, I uh, I appreciate everybody that does kind of notify Road Assist and, and or the shop saying, hey, there's something wrong or red tra- tag it. Um, you know, I, I think of Luis Ruiz on our driver advisory board. I think of the, the Zimmermans. Um, you know, I just got off the phone with Tanya Claypool. Um, some of my team did. And, you know, those folks are always trying to keep us in the loop. They do do a great job. Uh, we just need everybody else to see something, say something. And we just want to do what's right. Uh, that's kind of what I have on my feed today. Um, other than I want to remind everyone that, it is much more efficient to open up a driver services ticket when communicating with the maintenance department. Um, probably a little known fact that most of you don't know, um, the road assist department takes on the average of about 300, 350 phone calls a day. Uh, for every one of those phone calls, there's generally another outgoing phone call. So you figure there's about 600 to 700 phone calls that come through that department. Um, you know, everybody's like, well, that, that's not a big deal. Well, it is whenever you want to make sure that you're trying to facilitate and expedite customer service for everyone. And in part of doing that is we've, we've implemented the driver services ticket for one to make it easier for the operator to communicate with us. The other part is, is that when you open that driver services ticket, there's a whole lot more that goes on in the background from notifying your operations folks to helping road assist and then any of the communication that we get and we put back into the ticket comes back to you and your dm uh so really it's everybody's on the same page you know if we if you do call into road assist what's going to happen is we're going to open up a driver services ticket anyway on your behalf and you're going to see the uh, inflow and outflow of what we've got going on um and last but not least i still want to remind everybody to please make sure you've got plenty of anti-gel uh, you not only need to do it in the truck, but don't forget that trailer behind you. Uh, I can tell you Tuesday we had more trailers go down because of uh, inadequate treatment of the fuel than we did the trucks. Uh, again, this comes back to being good stewards and doing the right thing and uh, being professionals. And I know every Hirschbach associate out there is a professional. We, we don't have those folks that just don't uh, don't compete at that team level. So... Uh, pick it up at the any of the terminals. We're more than happy to give you you know a box at a time. It's much more efficient. If you do go into a uh, truck stop, <clears throat> make sure you're using either Power Service or uh, Penray. Um, I'd also keep a bottle of what's called Diesel 911. So if you do happen to get in a situation that you may not have gotten enough anti gel in there and you start getting the wax buildup, 
Uh, you can put the diesel 911 in your tanks and it'll actually liquefy that paraffin that was building up. So a um, couple of things keep. When you do go into a truck stop, if you're buying it, make sure that you tell the cashier to run it under additives. Inevitably, they try to run it under add-ons and it'll, it's going to come back and say your fuel card is declined um, for the transaction. Just tell them, run it under the additives. Uh, you can do $50 a day on additives. You should be good. Um, everything else is, is kind of taking along. I do have one thing to uh, kind of report out for, for our lease, lease purchase independent contractors. Uh, we were notified starting February 1st. Uh, there's going to be anywhere from a 7 to 19% increase in truck wash prices at Blue Beacon. Um, this is a direct correlation of labor of the individual markets. Uh, the markets that are like a, a lot more uh, difficult to hire out of or higher cost, uh, we're going to see a 19% increase. Uh, but for the most part, most of the locations that we go to is going to be 7%. But just keep in mind, you're going to see prices go up on the truck washes and the trailer washes. Of course, none of you, you uh, pay for those. That's all of a Hirschbach expense. Uh, but just don't be surprised, uh, and that's kind of across the board, whether you add on additives, uh, rain guard, all that good stuff. So uh, just be prepared. It's coming. Uh, it's kind of the, the whole we've got to pay more people more money to uh, get them to do the same jobs. Uh, so that cost gets passed on to the consumer. So, well, that kind of wraps it up today. Uh, again, thank everybody for, you know, all you do. Um, Hirschbach. Wouldn't be Hirschbach without the many men and women out there on the road. Uh, I'm going to kind of go back and date myself, and I'm going to I'm going to kind of go tilt my hat to uh, Robin Williams. Uh, you know, Nanu Nanu. <laughs> <laughs>